Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by Buxton Co. Check it out. Take your due diligence in marketing to a whole new level with mobile analytics. Visit BuxtonCo.com. Well, today we're going to talk about the 2022 Commercial Real Estate Outlook that's done by uh, Deloitte. This is a, an incredible uh production they do here. They interview 400 senior executives around the world in finance, operations, talent, and technology. Uh, and these are people who with, in companies with assets of at least $100 million. These surveys were done in July and August. And we'll have a link to the actual report. But let's talk about some of the highlights from the report from John D'Angelo. John is Managing Director with Deloitte, and he's a real estate solutions leader. John, thanks for joining us, sir. Thanks for having me, Michael. Good to, good to be here talking about real estate. Yeah. And, you know, doing this report in, in July and August of 2021, and here we are, you know, uh, kind of at the beginning here of December in, in, in 2021. So it's kind of interesting time to be interviewing these folks isn't it it is yeah exactly it's um it's it's not business as usual yeah so from doing the report um i'd like to get your thoughts on you know how industry participants you know think about the market and what they're doing the plans for navigating the market moving forward and uh, first of all you know how do to the respondents feel about kind of their revenue projections what do they feel like 2022 is going to be like performance wise yeah, so interesting, Michael. Uh, over eighty percent of our respondents uh, expect their revenue to be up in twenty two relative to twenty one. Um, you know, and, and as you'd expect, there's some difference by property subsector. Um, you know, but particularly with uh, the digital subsectors, so uh, you know, cell cell towers and uh, data centers. Uh, being being you know, particularly optimistic about uh, about their revenue prospects, but you know overall, uh, just a, a general sense of optimism um, from our respondents about uh, about revenue in twenty two relative to uh, to twenty one. Yeah, and as we said, it's kind of an interesting time, you know, with uh, kind of hopefully at the tail end of COVID here. Who know, really knows, right? Um, what did the respondents tell you that they're going to do differently, or how they're adapting moving forward? Yeah, so um, uh, if you're if you're thinking about um, the their their business, um, you know we we talked mostly about the well, actually we talked about two things. So we talked about you know how they're thinking about their core business uh, and how they're adapting the way they operate, um, and then also thinking about their portfolio uh, and the things that they're doing, you know, in the composition of their portfolio or to existing properties uh, going forward. So. You know, maybe unpacking it, we'll talk about um, you know how they're uh, running their business, uh, you know, in a in a pandemic post pandemic environment, um, you know, and and that's I think that's particularly fascinating. So, um, but just if you think about real estate companies' operations, uh, about a third of them said um, that they were they were successful in in carrying out uh, their operations virtually. Um, and, and two thirds said 
uh, they, you know, they are likely to be in a uh, in a hybrid working environment for you know the foreseeable future, or you know maybe uh, forever going forward. So, um, if you if you unpack that, um, there's some there's some wood to chop with respect to um, you know optimizing the the hybrid work environment or the digital work environment. Um, so it seems like firms are realizing this. Uh, you know, in our in our um, survey responses, people talked about. Uh, the importance of of you know creating super jobs, so um, you know people who have a, a combination of uh, sort of technical and soft skills, um, you know, so sort of bringing home the ability to um, you know both be facile with technology and and speak about uh, speak about trends uh, in a you know in a non technical way, um, uh, and and a further third set, it's it's getting really hard to find that kind of talent. So there's a, there's a bunch of things kind of coming together um, in how, how real estate companies or how our survey respondents are thinking about the way they operate. And I think that's all, uh, it's all interesting. Um, and it points to, I think, some real uh, operational transformation that, you know, in some ways is, is you know, maybe long overdue and, and the uh, pandemic has been a, a tipping point or a trigger impact from you know, sort of being comfortable throwing bodies at the, at the problem to, you know, actually thinking about uh, the core operations and the way companies work. Yeah, and speaking of operations, a lot of their, our tenants are changing the way they operate or kind of a, a moving target a little bit, if, if you will. So uh, what do respondents say about their portfolio and their plans moving forward to, to react to and, and kind of handle this new world, if you will? Yeah. So, so good question. So the 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 couple responses that we got, um, you know, sort of thinking about portfolios and how they're moving forward uh, and the composition of portfolios. Um, you know, the number one response there was, um, uh, you know, making properties, um, you know, more sustainable or more uh, energy efficient. Um, so I thought that was certainly encouraging. Um, you know, as you as, as as we looked at the drivers for uh, tenant and employee experiences, um, you know, the people that that own, operate, develop, um, reposition buildings, putting uh, sustainability and energy efficiency at the top of the list. Um, you know, a couple other things I thought were interesting. So the the second uh, uh, driver was uh, dynamic building designs, particularly in office space. Um, you know, so I know you're you're actively involved in, in office properties. So this is is really the the idea that you could make uh, or design in flexibility into space um, and make uh, you know a, a given floor, a given space uh, easier to change. Um, you know, kind of over a weekend. Um, you know, without uh, you know big disruptive construction. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Um, you know, and then um, the um, sort of smart, <laughs> smart buildings um, or smarter buildings, uh, over 75% of our respondents said that, that smart buildings, um, you know, were important but comprised less than half of their portfolio. So if you, if you think about that, it just it, it points to um, people both understanding um, that there's a need for sort of smarter, more connected buildings. Um, and, and that there's some, you know, some ways to go in, in both investing in it and, and making that the case in, in an overall portfolio. Yeah, that's good to hear. It seems like it's uh, well overdue that we should have more, more LEED certified buildings, you know, more well certified buildings and spaces. And uh, 
and just more technology. You know, it's like when I, you know, go into a building and a lot of buildings I go in, they don't even have uh, LED lighting and, you know, they don't have touchless technology to get in the spaces. And, you know, it seems like uh, it, it, maybe that's the, the good coming out of this pandemic, right? Yeah, it's, and it's interesting, Michael. I'm with you. I, 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 um, I was looking at, at some questions that we, we tossed back and forth before this, um, you know, and, and you said that, that most buildings seem to lack the technology that you'd expect in, in 2021, and I'm, I'm with you. Um, and and I'm the, the, the interesting thing is, um, you know, seeing people do something about it. So, um, or, or seeing what people do about it. So I, I'm, I am encouraged um, that, that building owner, operators, developers see that there's a, uh, that there's a, a gap. Um, and it'll be interesting to see how it plays out in, in innovation and in really connecting buildings and, and deploying, you know, sensors and actually doing something with it. Um, a couple of years ago, uh, the response to our survey about the people that had, had really leveraged IoT data, um, you know, was surprisingly small. Um, and, and I'm not sure that uh, the, the built environment has moved much in the last couple of years and, and really, you know, sort of taming IoT data and leveraging it and doing something with it. So I'm hoping that, um, you know, the, the pandemic accelerates, you know, it seems to ex have accelerated the understanding that there's something to do here. Um, and, um, you know, we'll see how the, the next, you know, months and years play out in terms of people actually doing something about it. Yeah. We're talking with John D'Angelo, real estate solutions leader with Deloitte about their 2022 commercial real estate outlook. Uh, check it out, if you will. And, and, and John, when you talk to respondents and you're interviewing them about the, the new normal, if you will, I hate to, to use that, but how do we get the tenants, especially office tenants, I guess, is mainly what we're talking about here, you know, get the tenants and employees kind of interested in coming back. I assume the tenants will actually come back in, in a major part when they feel safe, when they, they feel it's and safe for their employees. But what do respondents say they're doing to kind of help those tenants want to come back and those employees want to come back and be together and, be, and potentially be more productive? Yeah, so, you know, the, the things that we're seeing are an increase in awareness of, of uh, you know, sort of sensor technologies and, and showing evidence that, that um, the employees are coming to, you know, not just a, a healthy building, you know, is, is evidenced by touchless experiences, um, you know, indoor air quality, um, but, but also an efficient building in terms of, of the way the building, you know, uses energy, produces waste. Um, so, you know, again, I think this is a, this is a case where we're seeing, um, you know, major uh, owners, landlords um, understand that there's a role to play. Um, but it's really early days, um, you know, in terms of, um, of, of retrofitting existing buildings or, um, you know, fitting tools and technologies into buildings. So, you know, we're seeing, uh, you know, uptick in, uh, in, in apps and, in, in, you know, creating touchless experiences or, or allowing, you know, better direct engagement of the people showing up, uh, you know, particularly to office buildings or residents and multifamily. Um, you know, but again, it's, I think it's early days. Uh, and again, I think we're seeing, you know, the pandemic being, you know, maybe an accelerator for um, uh, things that, that we were watching, um, but hadn't seen widespread traction on. Um, and, and certainly hopeful that we're going to see, um, you know, traction as, as indicated by our survey responses um, to, um, you know, people's understanding of, 
of where they fit in and what they can do to make a building attractive. Yeah, <clears throat> and we're keying in on office here uh, because that's kind of the sector, I think, that has the most questions at the moment uh, for folks. And you mentioned that the um, outlook for revenues moving forward were, were strong and positive, um, but obviously you mentioned too that it depends on the sector. So your office respondents that control uh, and own a lot of office properties, what was their outlook moving forward? Yeah, so interestingly, actually, I, I, I'll, I'll tell you this. There was, there was one category that office stood out to me in, uh, and that was, uh, you know, with respect to uh, anticipated revenue growth in 2021. Um, so there was, the office was the standout in having 8% of respondents uh, expect significant decrease uh, in revenue. Um, I think it was the only, the only subsector that had, uh, you know, respondents say we, we're really expecting, you know, a big dip in revenue. Um, but, um, you know, counteract that with um, a bunch of employers indicating plans to implement, um, you know, workplace analytics and expand their office footprint. Um, so it's a, it's a little bit of a, of a puzzle, right? So there's, um, it's the one place where, where office, uh, you know, owner operators, uh, you know, are, have, have some pessimism of, about, uh, income. Um, but then, you know, sort of counter that with, with occupiers and even the respondents themselves thinking about their office footprint, um, you know, potentially looking at, uh, expansion. And, and I think you, you know, how do you, how do you square that circle? I think you square that circle in um, you know the fundamental ways that offices are designed and used. Um, you know that we've I think we talked early in the pandemic about dedensification, um, and you know we're seeing that sort of borne out in in our survey respondents. Um, yeah. So anyway, it's a it's a bit of a ramble, Michael, but I think there's a yeah. there's kind of a head scratcher in you know, some pessimism about revenue growth and, and also, um, you know, some, some indicators that, um, you know, maybe there's optimism or, or cause for yeah, optimism. Yeah, it, it's interesting, um, John. And so there's, the respondents figure there's an 8% revenue drop for their office properties in 2022, right? And how does that differ from a year ago when you did that survey? Yeah, I don't think we didn't ask. So the interesting thing about our survey is, you know, we sort of read the playing field and think about the questions that, that we really want to ask. So, so we don't have complete consistency in, in the, 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 the report from year to year. But the 8% was not an 8% uh, dip, but 8% of respondents thought that their revenue was going to be down or significantly down uh, in 2022. Now, counter that with 22%. Um, thought uh, revenue was going to be significantly up. <laughs> so it's just that that last category of, you know, across subsectors, office was the only one that 8% said, um, yeah, we see a problem. Well, that's interesting. Uh, I would think that more of them would have been uh, pessimistic about revenues than, than 8%. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. Um, uh, and, and interestingly, it's, it's both... Um, uh, optimism in revenue and optimism in leasing activity. And, and I think the leasing activity optimism is really, you know, you think about churn, right? As, as people have, um, uh, you know, kicked the can down the road, so to speak, with, with sort of short-term, uh, uh, you know, renewals. So thinking about, you know, the, the year forward, um, you know, firms really, um, 
uh, you know, increasing activity. Some of that's going to be churn and some of it's going to be, uh, you know, having a better view on, on how they're going to use office going forward, which is, is just results in activity. Yeah. We're talking with John D'Angelo, real estate solutions leader with Deloitte about the 2022 commercial real estate outlook. Uh, do check it out. Well, John, when you, you're involved in this report and these surveys and then, and then, then kind of analyzing it afterwards and then talking about it, what really jumped out to you um, as, as interesting? So, yeah, Michael, I, so actually three things jumped out to me as interesting. Um, one of them was sort of the focus and attention on uh, ESG, um, you know, how many respondents uh, talked about their, their understanding or readiness to counter ESG issues in their portfolio. Um, 60% of people said um, ESG initiatives either are or will drive uh, new business opportunities, and half of those think uh, those initiatives give them a, a competitive advantage. I, so I think that's, um, that's sort of telling, it's interesting, um, and it's encouraging. Um, so uh, actually, in, in, in just to keep, just keep unpacking that, I keep pulling on that thread, um, thirty percent said that um, that brown buildings are going to you know this just makes sense that, that brown buildings are going to require reduced rents to attract or compensate uh, tenants. So you know a, a real strong uh, correlation in the in the people that we surveyed uh, about the value of of ESG and the importance of ESG in, in their both in their portfolio and in their plans. Um, uh, the the second one I thought that popped out was. Um, the um, the belief that that uh, firms could be or should be doing more uh, for diversity, equity, and inclusion in in real estate or in, in commercial real estate, um, you know, there's we could we could probably talk a lot just about that, but but it was encouraging to see um, you know how many people responded to um, the uh, the opportunity to, to do more or, or the imperative to be doing more for DEI. Um, and then, uh, you know, it's, it's curious to me about, um, the gap between, uh, sort of technology spending plans and, um, you know, the, the, um, the number of people that reported back that there is, um, there's value, um, in, uh, in innovation and, and in technology spend, but, but it didn't manifest itself in, uh, you know, I think we, we were showing a, about a 10% increase in, in tech spend uh, is planned across uh, all of our uh, participants. Um, but it's a, little, it's a little out of line with how uh, people see value in innovation and tech spend. So uh, it'll be interesting to see how that catches up or doesn't. Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, we know it's good for us. We should do it, but gee, we're not going to really spend the money. We're not right. really going to invest in it. Uh, well, it's interesting. Uh, it's fantastic to see our industry uh, understanding there's value in diversity, right? It's like it's been talked about for so long, and finally something's being done about it. Yeah. Yeah, that was, I, it was particularly encouraging to me, Michael. It's just, uh, you know, you, certainly I think you and I have both been in this industry for, for a long time, um, you know, and it's, um, it's, something, it's something you see, but it's great to see companies acknowledge it and, and talk about um, the, uh, you know, the, the chance to do more. Yeah. Yep. 
Well, was there any certain um, sector uh, when you kind of look back at this survey and, and uh, in your view of it, was there any certain sector that anything jumped out in particular to you? Uh, boy, that's a good question. Uh, you know, certainly uh, there's a lot of, of, um, of uncertainty and, uh, and interest and, um, you know, potential innovation in office. Um, I think it's, um, you know, it's kind of ground zero for, um, you know, what the pandemic has, has disrupted uh, in the use of, of real estate. Um, so I, I thought it was interesting as, as we saw, um, you know, respondents talk about how they would be investing in it, uh, adaptive reuse, you know, um, uh, potential changes in, in automation of, of office in particular. Um, so, I, you know, that it just it, it makes sense, Michael. Um, uh, I, you know, I hope that that, that we see that the sort of changes planned uh, happen. Um, you know, and it, it, I think as, as, as we'd all know, right, the, the actual use of office um, is, um, uh, I think there's been a bunch of rethinking about, about office and, and, and what happens in an office and, you know, when does it happen and why does it happen and what, what actual work happens. And I think that whole question is, is healthy. Um, you know, I, I certainly I can't imagine office uh, office going away. Um, but I think the sort of questioning about it, thinking about it, thinking about how does the office support uh, work that happens uh, is a is a great thing. Um, yeah, I remember some really old reports from years ago that uh, suggested that folks that worked from home were less productive than the folks who worked in the satellite offices. They were less productive than the folks that worked in the main office. And, you know, when you think about your career, you know, do you want to be seen? Do you want to be, you know, uh, around the, the, the people you work with and the benefits there? So, you know, I'm in the camp that, that, uh, that office is going to come back strong and that, you know, office space is really cheap compared to turnover. Right. Yep. And, uh, and, and then small reductions in productivity as you know, in your business can cost these companies millions of dollars. Yeah. Well, listen, the folks that, that, that um, are my colleagues who, who consult with the big occupiers are, are having really interesting conversations about, um, you know, where is the office and, um, you know, what's the office, what should the office look like and how big should it be? And, you know, do we have it in the right places? But nobody's asking, should we not have an office? Right, so right, right. I think that's um, I think, you know, again, it's it's healthy to be deliberate. It's great to be thinking about, um, you know, how the office gets used. But it's not a binary conversation, which is great. John, what would you leave our audience with to think about for commercial real estate in 2022? Oh, boy. I, you know, Michael, I am listen, I'm, I'm wired as an optimist um, and I am I'm very optimistic about the trends that both our report indicates and that we're seeing in our client base about. Um, you know, real estate companies, uh, you know, really thinking about innovating the way they work um, and about how the built environment um, improves um, and, you know, sort of gets greener, gets more efficient, gets more connected. Um, I think all those things are, are super positive. So I'm, um, I'm excited to see how, how much of that plays out in 22 and, and certainly in the years that follow. But I've, I've never been, I think, more optimistic uh, about the kinds of, of productive changes that we're seeing in the way real estate works and in the built environment than we're seeing right now. So it's, it's fantastic.
Yeah, well said, and, and I agree. It's good to see Silent finally uh, look at the positives of diversity, the positives of uh, you know efficiency and, and lead certifications and well certifications and in a healthy environment uh, in our real estate. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of great things uh, happening. John, thank you for being on the show, sir. Great information. Yeah, my pleasure, Michael. Great to talk. Thank you. All right. And thank you for joining us around the country. We appreciate uh, you sharing the show. And uh, hey, let us know what you think. Uh, and until uh, next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Buxton. Take leasing, site selection, and due diligence to the next level. Make the right decisions with on-demand mobile data. Visit buxtonco.com. By Bull Realty. For proven commercial real estate asset and occupancy solutions, contact me. My email is michael at bullrealty.com. By Commercial Agent Success. Expert-level commercial real estate broker training. Cloud Access 1, up to 21 one-hour videos. Visit commercialagentsuccess.com. Thank you for reviewing, subscribing, and sharing America's commercial real estate show.